It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, you can reach out to us on social media, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We begin this morning with Maggie Welch. She is co-founder of the Love Grows program. It's our pleasure to welcome Maggie Welt to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Maggie. How are you? I'm doing great today. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Now, you brought me this cute little balloon. <laughs> tell me about this. You have to tell me about yes, this. Yes, absolutely. Uh, at Love Grows, we are all about spreading kindness and building community and, you know, kind of remembering the joy of childhood. So I thought a little balloon and some candy wouldn't, wouldn't hurt on this morning. <laughs> all right, good. There you go. So let's start with you telling us about the Love Grows program. Explain to us what the program is. Yeah, absolutely. So the Love Grows program is a tuition-free wraparound preschool uh, for students and families that are living 200% below the federal poverty level that have one additional risk factor. So that could look like food insecurity, housing insecurity, or financial instability. Um, and we provide wraparound services such as uh, clothing and food pantry. We provide free speech intervention services. Um, we provide free bus passes. We really try to build out the program around our family's needs to kind of just say, hey, we're on your team and where we fit in your life is is where we aim to serve. So, Okay. So we'll talk about the wraparound component in a second here. Absolutely. But currently, how do students, are these young people, how do they connect with you? How do they come to know the program? And how do you find the young people that are in the program? Absolutely. So our goal, there are so many amazing things happening around Cincinnati and so many amazing programs. Um, we really reached out to the community, to different nonprofits uh, and said, hey, we want to be a resource. So will you share our information and can we connect with you? Um, so we're connected with a lot of the children's clinics, um, a lot of different nonprofits around Cincinnati. Um, and we kind of, again, use them and let them know, hey, families you're already serving, get them connected to us um, so that we can reach out and better serve our Cincinnati students. Okay, and currently how many students are you serving? Yeah, we serve 13 students and their families. Okay, and what age group are we looking at? Two and a half to five. Um, So we have a really interesting model. We do a mixed age program, so two and a half all the way to five are in the same classroom. Uh, But it's a really beautiful way to build natural leaders. Um, You know, those five-year-olds get to kind of mentor the two and a half-year-olds. The two and a half-year-olds stay with us all the way until they're five. Um, And so they really build those leadership skills and kind of take some, some pride in their classroom and build those those leadership skills as students. Okay, so I understand that this program started over coffee with you and your mom. Is <laughs> that right? Absolutely, that is absolutely true. Um, my mom has been an educator and, and leader in the preschool education field uh, for the past 25 years at the Growing Room Preschool, um, and I am a social worker. So when I was uh, a school social worker, um, her and I would, you know, over breaks when I was home or, or whenever her and I would get coffee, we would always talk about what would your model of preschool look like if it was more accessible? Um, I worked in dropout prevention and recovery. So I was working with students who were 16 to 21 um, who had, you know, been failed by by the school system and were kicked out for some reason. Um, and her and I would talk about, you know, how are we failing students 
so early? And what can we do to be proactive about this instead of reactive about this? And so her and I continued these coffees, probably had too many coffees. Um, and really in, in 2020, had the push to, to do something. You know, we could have had thousands of coffees and, and, you know, been paralyzed by perfection, but we really thought, let's let's take action, let's do something, let's start a model, test it out, again, meet families where they're at and build this program around the needs of the people that we serve. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information on the show can be found online. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. In the studio with me this morning, we're joined by Maggie Welt. She is co-founder of the Love Grows Program. Now, explain to us this two-and-a-half to five-year-old age group Why is this such a crucial time for learning for young people? Yeah, absolutely. So zero to five, uh, that's when our brain is doing the most development and growth. Um, And so a lot of times preschool can kind of be thought of as an additive or just somewhere where young people go to play. Um, But that age group and that is really where those they're building those foundational skills. They're learning how to thrive in a group setting. They're building the foundation that's going to serve them for the rest of their life. So it's something that right now um, is a really inequitable experience and not accessible for a lot of families. Um, But what we see is if we invest in this time, we can kind of reduce um, different behaviors or different things later in life. There are long-term health benefits, educational benefits. They're building the skills to become successful humans at this two and a half to five. We don't have to wait until later when something happens. We can be proactive right now, invest in students, invest in families, and set everybody up for success off the bat. Okay. And so explain to us, you touched on this and alluded to this. Yeah. Um, what's the difference between a daycare and a, a, preschool. a preschool program? What's the difference? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I would say I, I what I see um, is a preschool. We are intentionally uh, putting in programming that's evidence-based and that is backed to set them up for success. Um, so we're building in those social-emotional components. We're building in those academics. Um, we are just like kind of kind of like a kindergarten or like what you would think of as any other grade. We are building those foundational skills, um, and and we're not just a pair of eyes on your kids. We're invested in their growth and development. Um, and not to say, you know, every model has its benefits, right? But I am a firm believer in high-quality preschool um, is being that foundational piece that's going to set your child up for, for success. Okay. And so almost along the same lines, what do we know about what happens when young people in your population, the population of students that you serve, go without interventions? What do we know about them and their outcomes? Yeah, absolutely. So if you are missed, if you are not served in that zero to five, there's a lot of neural neural synapses and brain development that we can't get back. Um, Those have been formed and it can be really difficult to kind of undo. So what that looks like if we have delays in speech development, um, it can be things like, um, you know, having an IEP or individual education plan. Uh, It can be if you're behind when you step foot in your formal education, you kind of stay behind from that point. It is hard to catch you up because school moves fast, right? So if we miss you in that zero to five, you're stepping in the door already 10 steps behind your peers. And that is really hard to catch up. So we're really, if we're not catching students in that that young age, my feel is is we're failing students. You know, we're giving them a burden to carry for the rest of their lives that shouldn't be on them.
Okay. So walk us through this. What does the educational component looks like at the Love Grows program? What are you actually teaching these young people And what sets you apart from what other programs are doing? You know, so academics are important, but I am a big believer that before ABCs and 123s, we're teaching students foundational skills of how to be a good human, right? So we are focused on social-emotional, and we take a really um, in-depth approach to social-emotional learning. Um, So we use something called the DECA, which is the Devereaux Early Childhood Assessment uh, that looks at categories like self-regulation, attachment, initiative, and those are those social emotional skills that research shows set you up for a positive life with high protective factors, which basically means when you hit a bump in the road, you're able to bounce back. Um, So we invest in that program um, to invest better in our students. So we are different in that way that we see social emotional learning and your academics kind of on an even playing field, right? Because I can teach you ABCs, one, two, threes all day long. um, But if you're not in the headspace to be able to bounce back, to be able to grow, to be able to just be a human at at your core, um, those aren't going to do you much good. So I would say what sets us apart is that investment in those soft skills at an early age. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. In the studio with me, we're speaking to the co-founder of the Love Grows program. We're speaking to Maggie Welt. Now, let's talk about this. You talked about the wraparound component. Mm -hmm. Explain to us what that means and what that looks like for the families that are in the Love Grows program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think this is a piece that kind of sets us off apart from different programs. Um, Our wraparound services, really, we meet the family at the very beginning and we do a resource assessment, which is just a conversation of, hey, we're here to be a part of your team. What do you need? Um, And so we work on that relationship, build that relationship over two and a half years. What that looks like right now is individual case management. So I'm a licensed social worker. I work with all of our families to best meet their needs. Um, We partner with LaSoup, which is another nonprofit in Cincinnati that works on food security um, to provide. So far, we've provided 7,000 meals to our families and students. We provide free speech and language services. Um, So what we notice is a lot of our, our students had some delayed speech development. Uh, We are able to partner with the University of Cincinnati and their allied health sciences program uh, to not only provide evaluation, but also free intervention to all of our students. Uh, We provide free bus passes. We have a free resource room that is on site. So anytime you drop off your student, you can come by the resource room that has things like backpacks, free meals, diapers, wipes, personal hygiene products. Um, We build that out around the needs of our families. So really, The wraparound model, the wraparound approach is I know a child at that age doesn't have a lot of autonomy in their life, right? So we need to serve the families. We need to look at what happens outside that classroom to better serve our students. And that's what that wraparound model kind of aims to do. Okay, so it's not... I'm just dropping my kids off in this building. (laughs) You're actually connecting and working with the parents as well. Absolutely. Yes. You know, to serve a child at that time in their lives, you're doing a disservice if you're just serving the child. And so we aim to to work with parents, siblings, um, whoever is in your life. We aim to be a part of their life um, if you're in the Love Grows program. So when you drop off your child, you know, you're going to see me. You might come out to the resource room. We can have coffee. You know, I love coffee. Um, but really, we aim to serve you, meet you where you're at, and, you know, just be a part of your team. However I can best show up for you is how I'm going to show up for your family. 
Okay. Now you talked about some incredible community partnerships. Um, you touched on La Soup, which I've worked with um, and know them personally. They yeah. do a really good job. Um, they're a really great program. But let's talk about some of the other community resources that you lean on that makes your program stand out, the Love Grows program stand out. Yeah, I would say our strongest partnership um, that has made the biggest impact in the classroom is definitely that partnership with the University of Cincinnati. Um, They, our first year in operation, came out to do free evaluations for all of our students. Speech is such a building block. If we're talking about building that foundation for students, speech is a huge piece of that um, because it helps us be able to figure out what you know and where you're at and helps you communicate with the world, right? And so we noticed that over 60% of our students were screened in for needing some kind of speech intervention. When we went to connect them to current services in the community, um, you know, some of our families are uninsured or underinsured. Transportation was a big issue. You know, mom can't take off work if she's trying to to get this, this child to speech. And so there were all of these barriers to our students to be able to access services. Um, and the University of Cincinnati came back and said, let's figure out a way to partner so that not only are we providing that evaluation, but we're also providing the follow-up and we're providing the speech services in-house. So if you can get your child to school that day, we know that we can work with them and give them speech services in-house. So this year we're actually able to provide um, bi-weekly in-house speech services to all of our students at no cost, no matter if you're insured or not, um, which is a pretty unique opportunity um, to have. And it's been amazing to watch the development of those students who are getting the services they need, you know, really now thrive and be able to grow and build that foundation. And tell us more about your community partnership with One Source Center and The Growing Room. Yeah. So One Source, uh, they're kind of nonprofit leaders in the field. And for us to grow um, and best serve more students, right? I said we serve 13 now. What we know is the population that we serve, families that are 200% below the federal poverty line, 50% of students in that category are still not receiving services. So 13 students, kind of a drop in the bucket, right? To be able to serve more students, it's our job to better grow this nonprofit. And so One Source partners with us to help us be able to grow as a nonprofit to fund more students to make a bigger impact and, you know, hopefully get that number down. Um, they've been amazing. They've been mentors to us, connected to us to different nonprofits. Uh, they connected us to Metro Cares. They let us know about La Soup. Um, they're kind of like the ultimate connector in the community to let, let us know what's out there when you're a new nonprofit. Um, so they're amazing, an amazing support to us in that first year. Uh, the Growing Room Preschool. So that, I talked about my mom. Uh, we talked about this starting over coffee. My mom started the Growing Room Preschool back in 1999. So they are our educational preschool partner. Uh, they handle, you know, the day-to-day preschool education in the classroom. They're trained. Our teachers are trained through the Growing Room Preschool. Um, the Growing Room Preschool is really an amazing foundation of early childhood education in the Cincinnati community in the fact that they partner with us to provide such a high quality opportunity to our students is really incredible. Again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show, more information about our guests can be found online. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. We're talking to Maggie Welt, co-founder of the Love Grows program. Now, what do we know? And I know you guys have only been in operation for a little bit over a year and a half. What do we know about the impact the program is having on those that you provide services for? What do the numbers tell us? What do we know? 
Yeah. So, so far, what we know, again, we're in our second school year, but what we know so far is 100% of our students who are graduating from the program um, are either have, have shown readiness for kindergarten, so they're ready to walk in those doors and be successful, or they've been supported by their school district so that they're able to thrive there um, through some special support. So we know that this program is doing exactly what it's set out to do, which is set up that foundation so that child is entering their educational journey prepared and ready to go. We've also seen exponential increases in their social-emotional skills. Um, again, that's our big focus, right, is we're preparing them as humans to walk out the door. Um, and that's really what that DECA is showing us. We're having exponential growth in their ability to regulate themselves, their self-regulation, their attachment and secure relationships, and their initiatives, which is their ability to advocate for themselves um, that's on the student side, on the family side. You know, we've helped families gain secure housing, um, get off the streets if they were homeless at the time. Um, we've helped people secure transportation, job uh, resume support to in, have secure job and, and housing for their family. Really what the program has done is met families where, where they're at. It has set up family success plans that the families work on and 100% pass those family success plans and set them on the journey to have a successful life with their student. So we're proud of the work that we've done so far. We know that there's more to do, but in a year and a half, you know, we're, we're excited about where we're going. Okay. And all these services are free. Every single thing is free. Wow. Amazing. Um, we think that all of these are basic rights, right? Food, housing, these things should be basic rights. A child's ability to gain an education that's going to set them up for life should be a basic right. So we're not going to charge you for that. And that's on our end why it's so important that we create these partnerships and we get the word out about the program. Um, it's because that allows us to serve families in that way. Okay. And so looking towards the future, you touched on this earlier, but let's talk about your plans to grow this incredible program. Absolutely. You know, so right now our five-year plan, we would love to be serving um, at least 50 students in five years. Now, again, 50 students feels like a drop in the bucket to some, uh, but I think you ask individual families what this this opportunity means um, and how this has kind of changed the trajectory of their child's life, and I think you'll think a little differently about that drop in the bucket, right? Um, but also, we provide a different level of service than different programs that are serving thousands. The level of service that we provide to our families is something that we will never sacrifice as we grow. Um, all of the families, you know, have my number, are comfortable texting me in the morning. Hey, Miss Maggie, something's going on. Can you give me a call? And by the end of that day, you know, I can be there with a rent check. I can be there with food. I can be there to give you a hug and talk you through what's ever going on. Um, so, you know, in five years, 50 students, it's a solid foundation for growth while still allowing us to serve the families in a meaningful, impactful way. And so for those that would like to support the program, um, they would like to donate, help us to understand where the money will go and what the need is. Yeah. So it's a volunteer run organization. Um, so every dollar that you are donating goes directly back to students and families. Some of the funds will go directly towards the scholarship for students so that they are able to continue thriving in their education and building that foundation. Um, some of the funds will go towards our family emergency fund. So like I said, if I show up with that rent check that's coming out of our family emergency fund, that's going to fund things like housing, food security. Um, it helps with transportation, right? Some of those basic needs and basic things you need to be successful in your life. That's from our family emergency fund. Right now, there are lots of programs out there that help with rent, but it's not necessarily 
you let me know in the morning and we're, we're handling it by the afternoon. Um, a lot of our families were, were applying to those traditional routes to get to get support with rent um, and in the process of applying, becoming houseless. So the Family Emergency Fund allows us to act quickly and kind of prevent some of those things for our families. And then also the Family Empowerment Fund, right? It's not just about surviving, it's about thriving. And so that Parent Empowerment Fund works on things like job training, resume skills, you know, if you need a new suit for your job, for your interview, that Family Empowerment Fund really works on taking that step of let's look past day to day. Where do you want to be in a month, a year, five years? And that Family Empowerment Fund kind of pours into families in that way. All right. Well, with that, we're out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about the Love Grows program, if they would like to donate, how can they find out more? Yes, absolutely. So we are on Facebook and Instagram as the Love Grows program. And also our website is www.lovegrowsprogram.org. So you can check us out there. Um, Any of those ways, you'll kind of stay up to date on what we're doing and how you can support. All right. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us. And thanks for the work that you're doing for our young people. Yeah. Thank you for having me today. We've been speaking to Maggie Welt, co-founder of the Love Grows program. If you missed any portion of this interview or if you would like to find out more about the Love Grows program, you can reach out to us on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment.